Three, two, one. Wait. Dungeon Damsels! Welcome to Dungeon Damsels, everyone! It's our first session of the year. Yeah. And we're returning to our main campaign after many a one-shots, and then we'll do a Valentine's Day one-shot in the future. So stay tuned. We're going to switch over to Monster Hearts briefly. Michael's going to run that one-shot. Whoa. A heads up. And also, Michael... <laughs> Tell us who you're spotlighting, who's cool, oh, what's hot. Speaking speaking of Monster Hearts and indie RPGs, I am a huge fan of them. Oof. So, however it's pronounced, we apologize in advance. Wild Wilder or Wild Driver, um, the world of Wild Driver. Also, at Wild Driver, we'll say this just for the sake of argument. Uh, at Wild Driver on Twitter. They have their own RPG, um, and it is basic. It's basically it's a a simple to run, fun to play, story driven TT RPG system designed with the bright optimism at its forefront. Wild Driver is made with the express purpose of fun, lighthearted, lighthearted escapism into a world where magic is new. Everything is ready and ripe to be discovered. People seek only the best interests of one another. So yeah, it's basically just like kind of like fantasy. What? <laughs> yeah. The opposite of real life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's why they want to escape into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like they have. Oh wait, here we go. And they have two expansions already. They got the Twisted Bog. And they got the Frozen Throne. And, like, they have just, like, this cute art. And I like it. Yeah, it I really cute. like that. They're very adorable. Yeah. It's like, I like its simple appeal. Yeah, exactly. It's a simple aesthetic, but it's, like, appealing. Yeah, it's it nice. reminds me of, like, a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Like, you know what? It gives me that kind of, like, that um, Adventure Time feel. A little bit, yeah. 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 And they have their own, um, they have their own podcast, too, showcasing their their own, um, their, their system, and awesome thing is they have all of their stuff online for free, if you, like, go there, um, to their MP, we'll put links, um, you'll be able to get access, uh, you'll get access to all of their, um, to all of the documents that they've made for the expansions, the, uh, the rule sets, and all, all that stuff is just for free for people. But, uh, and here's, here's, I mean, here's, like, one of them. Like, here's the beautiful map of it. Aww. So cute. It's so simple. So cute. It works. Yeah. yeah, um, I'm a big fan of these guys, and I want to check out more of their stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a one-shot with them. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so we're returning to our main campaign. The Christmas shot did have a canon experience dream sequence, um, which it did have a the, it did have a canon dream sequence. The Christmas shot is a canon dream sequence, so that did happen. It just and it was, was and it was wild and it was in your brains. It did have a cannon, to which Luna was very pleased. Yeah, about. it was. Yeah. <laughs> the cannon was in cannon. It was very cannon. <laughs> cannon, cannon. So. You wake up, you like, kind of, 
you guys come up out of your trances and sleeps and look around. Um, you had you are you had a restless night, um, so like you're, you're fully charged. You just feel tired because you had visions of sugar plums dancing in your head. Uh, you wake feeling rested, but also feeling off. And you guys arise, and I imagine quickly want to discuss what you guys had envisioned. Rina is just like mortified right now. Like, I look at my hands, their hands. She's like, feels, like, cause she's assuming that everybody was involved, not just Ellie and Kiara. And then she's thinking, oh no, and then there's both Kenars and Ellie. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll, you'll turn to me and just see me like looking at my hands and then looking at my staff. I'm like, um, okay. Okay, that was a dream. What was a dream? Um, I mean, I had a dream that we were toys. I was a, a bunny and you were a ballerina. And... Kiara was there too, and we're composer. Yeah, and we're fighting Wait. rat rat men, but they weren't rat men. They were like normal rats, and we were small, so they were like normal size. Um, and oh, Torino was there. She was a princess, and Alana was there, and Kenny, you were there too, but you didn't have a shirt. <laughs> like as you know, what kind of toy doesn't have a shirt? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember <laughs> being made of wood and not having a shirt. It, Wait, you remember my dream? Um, uh, yeah, I remember being in a battle fighting tiny, well, giant rat people, soldiers, and then we kind of rescued Tarina, she stayed with Atlanta, we went through a clock portal, then we... you guys had a wild party, um, we met the ginger cows, um, eventually we found Kayanthi, he points over to her, and yeah. someone she's related to? Who? Yeah, Kayanthi, do you remember this at all? Nope. Quick, DM Tiffany, do I remember this at all? Nope. I do not know okay. this diva. No, you <laughs> okay, had another an, question for another question for the I had a completely different dream than them. Yes, we will cover that in a little bit. Okay. 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 Do it. Can I just be like despondent looking? Yeah. Yeah. You can be like. Yeah, I'm just kind of like looking the fire off. I'm totally not here. Yeah. She. <laughs> it was an intense dream. Um. Okay. I guess. She just kind of like shakes her head and like. Mm-mm. Yeah, Kenny, that's really weird. You remember my dream beat for beat exactly how I remembered it. Are you psychic? Um, well, if I were, then wouldn't that mean... It's like, well, I think we had a shared dream. More likely, because I'm pretty sure I'm not psychic. Oh, that makes more sense. And that's why you so guys... So, in your guys' dream, did I end up, uh... Taking a dip in a fountain as well? Yeah, to get yeah. the last prince, I think? Yeah, and Luna, you had a boyfriend who was various, but not various. 
And then he looks over to Farius, who's actually the actual Farius, and he's just like, I was at watch. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. It's like, oh, I guess you weren't, I guess you were awake while we were in trance. He's like, yep. Yep. So was Narte. Uh, Narte and Farius were on watch during your, your dream sequence. So they just kind of are like, that's weird. Narte's just eating, like, he's always eating. <laughs> <laughs> he's just eating jerky he's like huh that's interesting was I there <laughs> yeah you were did I also not have a shirt I actually can't remember um, he, I, he had a shirt yeah you had okay. a shirt on huh, <laughs> that's really weird wasn't memorable, so, oh well. he's just like oh oh <laughs> it's alright I don't need to impress ladies anyway <laughs> Just thinking of all the embarrassing and terrible things he'd said and did. <laughs> yeah, like Kenny's like trying he's actually taking it pretty well, better than you anticipated. Hey Luna, do you think this dream means something? I mean usually uh-huh. they're like things in the dreamscape are very significant. Yeah, but it also means that my subconscious is an idiot. <laughs> it also could mean that your sub- your self your subconscious will could also mean that your subconscious also really wants a cannon. Do you want a cannon? I, you know, actually, that would be really cool. I should ask my boyfriend to make me a cannon. Well, look into it. Just have a nice Which hand one? cannon you on the side. Of what a portable cannon! Can you do that for me? She claps you on the back. I mean, that cannon was very useful. Huh. Um, like a good friend. So as they continue to talk amongst themselves, Kayanthi, your your head's just swimming from this intense dream you had, which we will now do. Yay, now we're having a dream for me. Yes. Kayanthi, you realize that this dream they had, it wasn't the one that you took a part of. You have a distant memory of being in an empty room with cold tiled floors and ostentatious curtains. Portraits made by the finest hands line the wall neatly. You come close to them. There is one of Nula, your elegant, soft-spoken mother. There is one of Estelar, your proud father. The intelligent and gregarious Lindariel, your sister. And one of your brothers, Thranion, a glorious paladin. All bringing fame, honor, and power to the family name of Ordelia. They're all surrounding a large statue bust of your grandfather, Eorthander, as if paying homage to a great god. Your head swivels around the room, staring each portrait into the in the eye until you stop and notice that a portrait has been slashed. You squint. You don't recognize this person. Is he your cousin that you met a long time ago? No. He's human. That's weird. And weirder, he looks like Rahim, but it's clearly not him. What is happening? 
Um, there are three slash marks through this portrait. Next to his portrait, you see a stoic portrait of the stately Celiana. Heth and Iriadne um, are also in portrait form next to her. These statue, um, these portraits are placed behind the statue. So it's it's a room. The statue's in the middle of the room. They're behind the back, so they're 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 facing the back of the bust. You move along the wall and spy another portrait that's been slashed. It's an an aunt. You think you had? You're sure? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But. You haven't seen her since childhood. Memories flash through your head. You recall that one day, she was simply gone. Grandfather said- Am I said, allowed to interact with anything? I yeah. Know. You choose your own adventures. Okay, can I go to the Dwarven Guild and the painting you just described then, am I able to like move the slashes back? Yeah, you want to like face? like do the bell thing where she like holds up the, the, the who is this? <laughs> yes, you tell me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're gonna um, lift it up and, and look at him, and are you trying to figure out who this person is? Yeah. Okay. History. Uh, would that be a history check? Um, you could do history or I guess insight. Well, let's see which one looks cuter. Inside's looking pretty cute. Let's do that. Okay. My inside buff is something like swole, honey. Woo! Woo! Super swole. I got over 20. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, so you're looking at it, and, like, there's this intuitive instinct. You're like, okay, so this looks a lot like Rahim, but he's older. I was like, you remember Rahim had an older brother. So you're like... Reasonably, this could be the older brother he's talking. He's mentioning, um, but you don't know why he's in this room. Like, why is the portrait of Rahim's older brother in this room next to Celiana of all people? That's weird. I like recall all those sessions ago, which in game I understand might have been just a month. Uh, the story Rahim told me. There's and a. Then- can I, can I also go yeah. and check out the one that looks, that looks more like an aunt that just disappeared? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Roll look- again? Yeah, roll again, roll again. Oh. Ooh. Okay, that wasn't a nat one. It was almost a nat one. That was an 11, though. Okay, so you... You're pretty sure you do remember this person from childhood. Like, she's not someone made up. But, like, it's in your younger memories. Like, you'd be the equivalent of, like, eight. And, like, you didn't interact with her too much, but you clearly remember her and she's not a figment of your imagination. But, like, one day she just was gone. And you ask people about it, and they're just like, oh, don't worry about it. They just brushed you off. And, like, it kind of faded into your memories as just this you know, childhood thing you didn't really think about until now. I'm sure they have a perfectly good reason to wipe this person off the family tree. Perfectly reasonable. She's like, don't worry about it. Oh, she's just gone. She moved away. You know, they... Went to go get the proverbial uh, box of milk. (laughs) Went to go get milk. 
stripped and just disappeared <laughs> forever. Now they go get milk. Bye. <laughs> you walk around the room and you find more of these portraits that have been slashed. You find, um, like, beneath the portrait of Raheem's brother, you assume, is a portrait of a young child that looks like it's possibly his, also slashed out. Um, he's a half-elf. Then, um, you walk around, you find more portraits that have been slashed out. And, um... Again, you think back to like, oh yeah, like this was a cousin and this was, um, you know, this was like an uncle twice removed, like, cause your family's large, but they're all interconnected. Um, and so, or like this was, oh yeah, my cousin married this guy, but like they were just one day just gone. No trace, nothing, just gone. Um, you, yeah, so you rotate back around to the statue, uh, at the face, and, um, your foot hits something on the ground. You look down, and there are portraits that are face down on the ground. So you, 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 you go okay. and... I lift one. You lift one. You, it's order. Oh, oh, okay, oh. And you're like, oh, and okay. So you kind of no slash marks. No, no slash marks, just on the ground. It looks dusty. Okay, kind of put them down. There's another one. You pick it up. And you find your portrait. You find yours. And but how about that with your little baby face? Yes, it is you. It's it's you, but a child's like a child's portrait. A little baby face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, like, it's... Bouncing 50 It's, it, it's at the foot of the statue, in the shadow of the statue. Oh, gosh. Ooh, that's not ominous at all. I love it. Nope. Totally normal. Totally oh, innocuous. Fine. So harmless. This is a great dream. Perfectly fine. That's fine. Fine. It's my So, is you're looking... Do you want to do anything else? Okay. So, you're kind of just like, what is this? What are we doing here? You're, you stand up, and behind you, you hear this velvety, dark voice. So this is what fate chose to the fateless. You turn and look behind you. A female figure with long black hair, gray skin, shining teal eyes and long feathered black wings stands behind you. She's beautiful and ephemeral and somehow depthless and endless like like a feeling that you get when you look into the night sky and see endless stars or the feeling you get when you stare into pitch blackness and just feel this endless void. That's the sort of feeling she gives off. And um she extends her hand and says, Hello, sweet child. The Dark Mother is here. Okay, so... Jumpy will back away from the hand and just be kind of like in a combat pose. Whatever that looks like now. Yeah, okay, she'll take like a... <laughs> battle stance. Like, 
Crazy. Just the song. Oh, I don't know. Last time she was in a zoo and approached by something, it tried to kill her. So, and it was just a water horse. Yeah, I know, but that's, uh, that's, that's true. <laughs> so this, <laughs> the the female figure just sort of looks at you, and um, there's like a slight giggle, and she just sort of walks past you. <laughs> like she's not interested in attacking you. She just says, Oh, don't worry. If I wanted to get rid of you, I could have done so. And oh. she, she sort of drifts Thank around you. the room. Have you ever wondered why you felt so aimless, without purpose, lost, uh, so to speak? I, I mean, I knew I had a purpose, it's just, I, I didn't, well, Kathy's looking around because she, like, she's about to, like, unload all of her feelings, except she doesn't know this person very well, but she, she figures this is, like, a dream world, so she's like, well, whatever, who cares at this point. Okay. Well, even though I had purpose, I, I guess I didn't feel, like, enough to follow it, I suppose. She's still a little defensive, but she answers honestly. Well, I suppose in the hands of mortals, your task would be quite daunting. At least the one you're attempting to do. She. But, um. You should know something, is that, um, as a goddess of fate, I can show people the fates that they have. I can show people dreams, I can show them whimsical fantasies that mean absolutely nothing. But then there are people like you, or like your friend Nartilius, who simply don't have fates. I'm sorry. Don't have fates? What is... Who are you? Can you have your name, please? Oh, Hold on, Electric. Excuse me. <laughs> Who let you in? <laughs> <laughs> Who let you in my dream? I don't see you on the guest list. <laughs> you don't know? Even when you're in my domain? And you have been engulfed in darkness? Roll to guess? Yeah. Sure, roll roll a religion <laughs> check. Yeah, that'll work really. Okay, what's the number? It's not bad okay. so far. Yeah, numbers are good. Okay. okay, I rolled a 15. It's above zero. Okay, 15? <laughs> you know, it's not a high roll. You're like, you know, like, everyone's talking about this Briotract lady and how she, like, lives here and rules it. So, you're, you're just like... Oh, sorry. I had to look it up when you texted me to figure out how it was pronounced. I'm glad you said it beforehand. Riotriact. Riotriact. You're really good at, like, creating words I cannot pronounce, Tiffany. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Riotrect is a literal Irish word, okay? It's a different language that uses different phonetics than Greek or Latin, okay? You're choosing yeah. Irish words on purpose to confuse me. No, I'm choosing them because Drow are based in Irish culture. <laughs> it's okay, no, you're no, leaving. Dippy, all, all the names that you make are fantastic. It's just, we're too dumb to pronounce them. <laughs> Most of the time, they'll stick to like Latin pronunciation. Um, if... Literally, all of my notes, like, not even close to spelled. <laughs> Spelled <laughs> yeah, no, I have to write down them phonetically too, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Sorry, sorry. 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 Uh, I've been welcomed so handily by a goddess. I figure I should reflect it. Well, uh, let me know. I'm not particularly enthused about something you did, but we'll discuss that later. Oh, uh, trying to remember what it was. Was it, um, I, whatever it is, I apologize. Well, You did desecrate a certain shrine of mine. Something about a friend being buried beneath the angel wings. Did you think that shrine was not someone's? Sorry, could you say that again? Did you think that shrine didn't belong to anyone? I had hoped that I could give my friend a place of peace to rest. I apologize. Well, be as it may, you're lucky. Tarina has a very quick tongue, quite silver indeed. I've taken quite a shine to that little soul. Is she here? Not in this dream. But she's in my care currently. She has a most delicious desire for revenge. Something I quite might let her go to accomplish. Yeah. However, we're here to talk about you. Oh, oh, guys, me. Oh, of course, I. I tell you, you don't have a fate, but that's not particularly unusual. Sometimes it just happens. It just means your life is a blank page that you can choose. So, if you feel responsible for your grandfather, in terms of fate. You're not. However, if... So, you wish to make this your fate? To write your own pages down? Yeah, because walks back and faces the the statue of her grandfather. Mm -hmm. And kind of looks into those soulless Road eyes. Um, just like I just feel like a fool for not knowing anything about any of this. Even though I couldn't stop it, I I couldn't stop anything. Well, it'd be hard 
be hard-pressed to stop Eorthander. He's older than I am. She sort of, like, drifts behind you. Oh, yes. He's called... What... What would the translation be in this tongue? Probably ancient dragon or world dragon. But once upon a time, there were eight dragons who were sent to inherit the twin worlds. Four here, four there. But they had fighting amongst themselves. And essentially ousted each other for a very long time. Yorthander was sealed up, and he broke free. And if he's free, his siblings probably are too. You'll be hard-pressed to try to stop him. And she... She, like, puts this hand on your shoulder. It's really cold. <laughs> it's like ice. Um, but it's not, like, an uncomfortable... It, it's like someone who has really cold hands touching you. Um, she's like, not without help. Okay. Okay, I think we'll go ahead and face the Lady Brioche react. I'll pause before I even said that name. Lady Brioche react. Okay. <laughs> um... What kind of help? I my grandpa's a dragon. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, this is a really weird dream. Usually these dreams aren't so uh, descriptive. Usually it's just me trying to fiddle around. I well, usually, well, usually they're simply the usually dreams are just the unconscious mind in a jumbled mess. I like to mess with mines that way. You get really bored down here. However, I have an interest in containing Eorthander. I think if I help you and you are successful, I will finally be able to leave. She. Oh, you're trapped because of my grandfather. Not particularly him, but um, my own siblings trapped me here. You know, once you try to unleash an army of the undead on the world, they tend to not look at it too kindly, but now I'm old and tired and lonely. Well, if you have more to say, I definitely want to hear it. I, I don't even know if my own family knows about this. It's unlikely. My father, my mother... Long has it been, she kind of like waves around thinking, oh, no. time's a strange thing when you're immortal. It doesn't mean anything. But quite simply, we'd probably need to, we'd have to get, um... Originally, he was sealed away by an ancient sword and brought on hallowed ground. So simply, we'd need to either get the sword or reforge it. And then bring him back to the spot. Slay, slay and seal. Done deal. I would help you by lending you some of my 
power. In your terms, you would be a cleric. Snappy takes a moment to digest all the information in front of her now. Um, she, well, she feels a little speechless, but also there's also like a little spindle in her heart. It's like this is like bigger than she pictured. This, this is like something far-reaching. She's like, holy cow! And I've just been focused on something so small, you know. So she's like, uh, if I say no, then I just lose, I'm released from my dream, and I continue to be fateless, as you say. But if I say yes, then can you still be my fate after I accept? Well, you'd be writing your own fate. But yes, you're free to go. It's rather annoying working with people who are unwilling to work with you. You just get tired of it. I can find another vessel. Perhaps I'll work more with Tarina. She seems fairly willing. I don't want to put more work on Tarina if I can help it. Even if... Well, I guess. Oh! Fun fact! Tarina's father... Quite possibly one of the other dragons. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is happening? There's <laughs> a lot going down. Okay. Well, Michael's freaking out. <laughs> Ellie is talking about ginger cows. <laughs> I won't know until I see him, or perhaps another one of his offsprings, but... The way Tyrion described him reminds me of those old grumpy th men that they are. Quite possible, indeed. I don't know where the other two are. They've been very quiet. Though the ocean has been quite active. Mm. Lots of mm. whispers of a giant shark. Uh, I think I was really with the giant shark. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just really excited to hear all these things. Like, oh my gosh, things are starting to connect. And they, uh, just kind of like starting to pace a little bit. I'm like, calm. Her brain is working. She's like, oh, there's things. How much more do you know, Lady Brilchek? I'm an ancient goddess. I do many things. Oh, I... What would you like to know? Make a persuasion check. She might tell you more. Get the deep. Come on. Right, Come on, roll bad. it. Right. Roll it. No problem. Still hold on. Okay, some problems, but not too bad of a problem. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Is that nice? Hey, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Okay, okay. Well, is there a subject you wish to know about? Uh he thinks of the slashed paintings, and particularly the two of them, of the aunt and possibly the king's brother. Do you know what happened to them? Why they're slashed? Did my, did my grandfather, you know, end them? She looks, she walks over to them and she says, this I don't know. They're not my souls to collect. But your subconscious projected them 
um, and mm -hmm. somehow got this portrait in here. So I think you... I was like, darn it, that was an oversight. I, I looked over it. So um, that's magically mm -hmm. there. <laughs> They're just hanging out. They're just hanging out. She's just like, if you want answers, she points to Celiana. This is the one you need to ask. I can show you um, the memories that you had. You'd have to let me access your mind, though. Okay. Sure, yes. Especially for my aunt, because I think I know who the other man is, but I don't know. Goodbye. Okay, so she, um, you, she approaches you and then just, like, you feel her put her hands on your head. And then, um, she, like, traces her fingers with, like, two point two fingers and then, like, just places them over your, your eyes. And, um, and then you sort of feel, like, um... The um, the wings sort of envelop you, and you fall into like this dark place, and then you remember um, like distinctly like your grandfather's house, because that's where you like lived and spent your childhood, and you remember like the plush carpet and how like it always smelled like I don't know. I think he would smoke cigars. <laughs> It always smelled like his cigars and like... Well, he was a big old dragon, of course he'd be smoking. And, uh, yeah. like, you remember the carpet smelling like his, you know, smoking pipes, and you remember, like, the the big library, and you and Lindario, like, sneaking in. He has, like, just this hidden room in the library, and you remember sneaking in there. You remember all sorts of things. You remember, like, this conversation... Um, like, late at night, because you came down and, like, because you're a kid, you couldn't, like, stay in your trench, you were hungry or something, so you came down we're to get... Like, were we, like, making snowmen or something? Yeah, we could do that. You guys, you and Lynn can make snowmen and, um, like... Have ice magic, make a snowman. Yeah, she's helping oh, you out. You burst into song for some reason, and, like, in the okay, distance... Bye. In the distance, you see your grandfather having an argument with this aunt. And you remember it was uh, Aunt uh, Aubrey. And she she was younger. She was like your, your mother's brother's wife or something like that. Or like... Um, somewhere in the tree. Somewhere in the tree, you know? Like, you don't remember exactly. Or it could have been one of your cousins, children's wives, something like that, because elves live forever. And, like, they're having this really heated argument. And, um, he, um, you look away for a second to focus back on your snowman, and then you look back over there, and, like, she's just, like, kneeling on the ground 
her, holding her, her face. And, like, back then, as a child, you just thought she was showing, like, respect to him. Because people would kneel when they met your grandfather. Because he just had that much presence and command. But, like, looking at it closely now, you see that she's bleeding. And he hit her. And, um, it flashes later to, like, you remember, um, a couple of your cousins were acting strange, and there were hushed conversations in the hallways, and every time you came by, they would just change the subject. And you remember ask, you remember seeing, like, the cousin that you're pretty sure she she was married to or related to somehow he he's crying and you ask him why and he just says Aubrey's gone and um he you you know being like a you're like eight you know you you just sort of accept that because that's what kids do. They're told something and they just sort of accept that as reality. And like more memories of similar things happening. Like, you know, it's very subtle. Like you, because you adore your grandfather, your love blinded you to his true nature. And you remember things that were strange. Like one night, he came home and he had blood on his hands. You're like, what happened, Grandpa? And he said, oh, I just cut myself. Oh, you know, I, uh, you know, out on the, you know, I was riding my horse and uh, the horse stumbled and took a fell. Um, so I had to put her down because her leg was broken. Things like that, where he just, he'd have blood on him and he'd had, you know, just, he'd just brush it off like, oh, it's not a big deal. And, um, you remember similar oh things happening, just, you know, late night conversations in your grandpa's hidden room in his, right, in the library, and, like, you know, you and Lynn were in there just playing, being kids, and, um, your, your mom found you in there, and she, she, she got super scared. She was like, you cannot come back in here. She pulled you guys out and told you to never go in there again. And just these childhood memories. Now, as an adult, you can sort of piece this together and think, Grandpa probably killed them. He probably put them down because they stepped out of line. And you come back to the room with the tiles and the portraits. I see you have quite the childhood maybe that's why she's such a clean freak because she saw the matter to grandpa's hand and was like ew and then yeah like she just wanted to like clean it up she just wanted subconsciously wanted to be clean of these things okay so Tansy like takes a Long, she doesn't take a deep breath, more she exhales all the air in her lungs and starts to like face again. Well, that pretty much just confirmed how ignorant I was. I mean, sure, I was a child, but well, the question is, what do you want to do now? I need to know more. I need to know 
if, if there is anything that I can do, you already know so much more than I. She's about to say, like, how how can I get your help to stop? But she's stopping because she's realizing I've got to make a deal with something I don't quite fully comprehend or understand. This is kind of hobby. And uh, she turns back to Lady Rochette and bows her head once and says, There's obviously a lot more questions that I could ask, but for what you told me, I feel like. This would help my friends so much, more than just me, more than just what I could help. Do you accept my offer? I can physically um, change you. Your um, mind will expand, and you will gain the abilities to cast spells. Yeah. Does this have a time limit for the rest of my life? Well, I suppose that's up for negotiation. Frankly, I just would like another pair of eyes outside. I'm confined to these walls, but if you become a cleric of mine, then I'll have another eye, pair of eyes outside. It gets really boring when you live forever. I know every... I know every inch of every cranny of these caves. I know every ant, every mushroom, every drow, every... Everything that comes and goes out of this cave I know your friend Kiara. She's had many lifetimes with me. Uh, does Lady Richard still have her hand out? Um, with me, she would be gesturing to herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, alright then. So, Kiara is, uh, well, she's still thinking about it a little bit, but she figures that she can either go back to being completely useless or at least be useful for something or another. So she kind of, she doesn't, but the first thing she can think of is that she, like, you know, does, like, her little salute there, like this, the hands like this, and um, maybe she gets down on one knee and kind of holds herself like this so she looks like, you know. Okay. Um... So, if this could help you and help me and help everyone, I then I feel like this is something that needs to be done. So, she vows again, and she's going to lean down, because this is a goddess, she's going to show some respect, you know. She'll go ahead and just like lean over to the ground, like, if you would have me serve you, then I will do everything I can. You just hear her, like, inhale, which is, you know, you, which is odd for a goddess. Uh, I don't think she'd actually inhale. She'd have, like, a stillness to her that's ethereal and, like, un, unmor- immortal. She'd say, yes, I think you'll do quite nicely. With your disposition, 
I'll put you as a great cleric. You'll be good at warding death away, which is what I'm quite good at. I know how to give death. I know how to keep it away. No nerf. And with both of us having the same goals, I would agree to this arrangement. This will change you. You will feel your mind expand, and I will be with you. You might also be slightly more nocturnal. She kind of like looks up. Hmm. Also, your eyes might change. And I like giving little tattoos because I think they look nice. Oh, good. I, um, she kind of like, oh, I. She like kind of, she like extends her hands out and like cracks her knuckles and says, (laughs) Are you ready to be baptized in darkness, child? Oh, uh, well. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, Lady Brioche, yes. I will serve you as best I can. You, um, the room, like, becomes dark as the floor, like, melts underneath you, and you kind of go through, like, this viscous, like, thick, it's like water, but thicker, and you can breathe it, and you sort of drift down, and it's just, like, this sparkling... It's dark, but you see kind of like swirls of sparkling, sort of like galaxies, or you know, there's a. It's calm. It, it's peaceful, which is odd to you. And like the, it. You feel this. It, um, you see basically this giant like skeletal hand come out and just like grab you and like encase its fingers around you and just pull you down. And, um, let's see. You, uh, feel your. Let me see. Uh, okay, so you come down into this room where there are these, um, like teal flames lighting up the room, and beneath your. You're floating above, like, this cauldron, and in it, in this cauldron, you see just these twinkling orbs and like you you feel emotions and energies and um coming from them and then you look up and you see um this giant humanoid being um in the reflection of of the pool this giant being is the beautiful form that you saw in the room with her dark hair and unmarred skin and feathered wings and then like you look up and you see this it's basically a skeletal corpse that um the wings have been broken their arms have been shattered i mean the the body is chained uh the arms have been broken off but they're like free and moving disproportionately from the body and then the head is actually upside down so it's metal so super metal metal. And, um, the voice, you know, with Briotrax says, welcome to the Well of Souls. And, um, you're, like, plunged into, you're pulled down into this well. So, 
Make a death save. <laughs> a death save? Death? Death save, yeah, do a death save. Death. Death, so death. roll it. Yep. With roll. a capital D. Yep, I guess. Is that a D20? Yes. Okay. Don't die. Is there a modifier? Nope. Nope. Uh, oh, it's the music you listen to. It's just a flat yeah. roll. No. It's a flat roll. <laughs> um, I love death metal. I got a 15. Okay, okay. so like you're you're struggling against this darkness as it like you feel this liquid like enter your lungs and you're like reaching and like and she says, "Stop struggling." Make another one. I'll throw a fifteen. I'll throw a fifteen. That was good. And like you, you, you cling to your life as you like. Er, you know, you, you, your very mortal being is is revolted against this, and you hear the voice again say, "You have to accept death if you want my help." And to when Faust learned of everything, he had also to embrace the knowledge of death itself. Hey, that number wasn't isn't as cute. I got a two. Ooh. At least it wasn't a one. Oh, it was a one. It was a two. The two. two. So there's like you feel this coldness spreading through you, but it's not panic-inducing. It's peaceful. And she says, good, you're in my hands now. Trust what I have to offer. Yeah, trust, trust the darkness. Trust my embrace. Make another one. You can choose to fail. singing trust in me back in the Jungle Book animated movie. Okay, now I got a nat one. Now it's a nat one. Now it's a nat one. You slip further, colder, like, but it's not uncomfortable. It's like being wrapped in, like, you know, it's like, it's like when you open the freezer after, like, a really hot day and just stand in that cool embrace. Almost there. Let go. Let go. Well, I am trying, okay? Uh, you can choose to fail if you want. Or... I mean, it sounds like I should from the descriptions you're giving me here. I want to no, roll one time. So G- roll, roll one. You can try. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a 17. Okay, so you, <laughs> you, you know, you're trying to let go of this. You're trying, but just the fear of of going into the unknown and taking this last final dive stops you. And then you you feel like this um, in the darkness. You can see her 
her head in the in the you're under the water and you look above you and you see her her beautiful face in the reflection and she says Kayanthi if you want this you have to let go Okay. Uh let's go. Kayanthi's gonna think about the slash portrait, all the the blood, all the, the scary things that she's seen. The lives that she's personally taken, the lives that took her friends, and she just let go. Okay, so you center your mind like you've been taught and just fall back. And in the darkness, it cocoons you like a butterfly being reborn. You feel your mind expand with wisdom of things you just didn't understand and you feel a briotract enter your mind and just fill in these gaps and like expand you um you feel your body like being essentially like charged with this magic and um you come up out of the water as the hand rises up and out and you come back out of this viscous cauldron and your breath comes back to you. <gasps> You're alive again. And you look down at your hands and arms and you roll up your sleeves and you see these fine lines that interweave and go in these actually really beautiful geometric patterns that kind of go up her arm and... Um, we'll say they like just um, go up her arm and then go across the back of her neck and come back down. So it creates a And um, you look in, in the reflection of the water, your hair is still this golden blonde, but your eyes glow a cool teal blue. You hold up your sun medallion it's still the same. It's still golden sun, but on the uh, you feel something on the underside, and you flip it over, and you see this silver circle with a with basically a big, thick, like black opal in it. And you hear Briotrek say, "This is your holy symbol. It represents me. You now represent death." but not in a bad way, in a natural way, as all things must die. And so too shall these dragons. It's time to bring the natural order to cause. And then um, she waves her hand and you wake up in the cave. And while they're conversing, you like roll your sleeves back the tattoos are there. You, you hear me talking to Kiara, and I'm like, did anybody else feel weird about eating the gingerbread, even though the, <laughs> the cows are made out of gingerbread? I the house weird is about it, yeah. I feel kind of weird about it. It's like, are they people made of building material, or are they building material made of flesh? Were we eating you know, people? Uh, I you know? actually didn't think about it until you brought it up, because all I was thinking was, wow, <laughs> it's delightful. 
and then I had a more conundrum because I only wanted more the more I talked about it I mean it was really good it's like it was soft it wasn't super hard you know I couldn't eat too much you know because uh, the crane elves actually can't eat that much of sugar I felt the sugar. same way too I just wanted to keep eating more and I don't know it just dawned on me we have to get more sugar I'm just saying yeah we gotta get more sugar okay. it's not oh, delightful oh, we should have more yeah, we'll little chaos circle is happening here. Chiampi will go ahead and she'll just kind of stand up and she'll just kind of look at you guys and be like, You sound like you had different dreams than I did. And you look, so you look at her, you'll see her eyes are definitely not the usual red pink. Uh, Chiampi, are you, are you okay? You, well, you look different. What happened to your eyes? I met someone and had to go ahead and just roll up her sleeves and show what's going on here. I think I died. But no, you're alive. Kiara would be able to tell uh, some. Are there some tells that Kiara would have been witness to growing Um, up? Make a religion check. I. No, you can't be dead. You're alive. You're standing. You're breathing. But I'm pretty sure I did. You just see, like, Narte and uh, is just, he's still eating his jerky. He's just like, some wild stuff's been going on. Did you guys eat mushrooms yeah, or something? What was that? Total. 13? Yeah, 17 total. 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what did Narte say? I wanted to eat it. Oh, he's just like, did you guys eat mushrooms or something? Did, are you guys tripping out really bad? I checked my bag for the blue mushrooms. Are they still there? Yeah. We didn't eat the mushrooms. This place is weird. <laughs> I was about to blame whoever ate, uh, made dinner last night. Looks at Canny. He's like, uh, <laughs> he did make it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I just used salt and pepper. Though. So, with right, uh, with uh, the uh, seventeen, uh, yeah, we'll say like. Um, You've been witness to clerics before, just in your lifetime, and they bore similar tattoos. They just, they usually wear long sleeves, so, like, you yeah. don't see them too often, but, like, uh, they usually, like, go to, like, the wrists, and um, it's on the inside of the palm. And so, like, it bears similar resemblance to that. Do they all have teal eyes, like Bradshaw and Dreams? Um... No, they don't actually. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm dubiously like. Nessa did it. Well, sorry, to Diane, we talking about Nessa's behest. We talking about like you go to sleep and you think you're laying next to a to a deep cavern dip and you're just falling in, or are we talking about like you walked. The floor broke, and all of a sudden you're tumbling into nothingness. Like, what kind of dying in a dream? Well, I did agree to it. I, I'm not sure who, who, who you dreamed of, but I, I spoke with Lady Beatriac. Wait, the, the, the one that has Tarina? Tarina's in good hands. But, wait, no, she's. I turn towards Luna. I'm like, she's 
she's a bad god. She went against me. She's a prison for a reason. She went against the other. He's a god. She. This is the only time Kira like speaks out of turn just to be like, oh, the object is a god. And says, is god. Nay, she may not like what. So, nay, you may not like a lot of her, a lot of her um, motivations. But remember, all souls here belong to her. Your friend made the terrible mistake of, of dying down here. She merely belongs in the pool that we all do. We all go back to Grey Trip. And then she sort of looks at, looks at, uh, looks at Keanthi, just like, and you're telling me you will make covenant with Brio Triart. Well, it was only fair. I dissipated one of her temples. I, I don't think that's an even, like, oh. or, I don't think that's an even switch, you know? Right, that's yeah. True, but, oh, you're, you're talking about more. There's, there's a lot more. You're talking uh, about Tarina's grave. Yeah, I, I, I took down one of the wings in the Paramount. Well, she wasn't too fond of it, but either way, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. And she'll go ahead and take uh, her medallion and show the side that has the silver and the opal there. Was that always there? No, it's it's my holy symbol. I'm now a cleric, so oh. the lady yeah. I just decided to do this really quickly. Did you even take the poor blood cantrip? Because that one is stupidly satisfying as a cleric cantrip. <laughs> Thank you, she can change her class. I, I just made her she, she, she can change it later if she wants. I, I can I can squeeze that in there, you know? Anyway. It's not there right now, but uh, yeah, I can squeeze that back in there. Um anyway. Wait, Kay, Kay, what Kay, what are you what do you mean you you had to? Did she force you? She forced you into no. a covenant? No, it was wholly willing. And then, so, can Kayanthi just kind of, like, summarize all the stuff about dragons and her grandfather and dead people and how she needs to define her fate? Can I just wrap that all up in a summary? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <Okay>. what? <laughs> what? Are you sure she was telling the truth? Do I believe dragons exist? <laughs> Wait, so are you part dragon? Like, you don't have scales on you. I, 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 like, pace around her. Drow, but, yeah, Drow acknowledges the existence of dragons, but they're, like, few and far between, and, like, most of them take, like, a humanoid form because they were almost hunted to extinction. Okay. So it's, like... So that, that's easy for her to take. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, dragons exist. What's the sky? <laughs> What's the sky? What's the sky? The water's oh. black. <laughs> You pick your battle. That's the part. You pick your battle. Okay, <laughs> great. Okay, so now that Kathy has explained about dragons and sealing away, and she's just like, but do you understand why I did this? I mean, my family comes from all this, and there's still so much destruction and things that we can't even see, and you know what happened back there on the, the cruise that we took? Oh, yeah, the That's giant that. shark. Anyway, there are things that are beyond our comprehension, have, have been beyond my comprehension for so long. Kathy, like, keeps to calm herself down. And so, with this, hold on, let's use a cantrip for fun. 
Are we using sacred flame and like pointing at the ceiling? Yeah. Okay. Using sacred flame. So there's like a red. What would that look like? She has like Ooh, this, is it teal magic blue? Death theme, but she's no, she still has red magic because she's still chaotic. Just plays death. Yeah, it's Chaonthi's magic, but it's basically being powered by Briotriac. Um, so it'll, it'll, be like, it'll be like a deep red with like dark sparkles. Blood red. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like it's this blood red flame that just like. Ooh goes up into the air and kind of like descend, disperses into sparkles. Oh, yeah. So you seriously just made a deal with the goddess who's messing with my ability to do magic to get your own magic? Wait, wait, what? I turn towards Luda, all confused, head head ajar, everything's in a I love the idea that this is a conversation where in which anyone who's not actively taking part, everyone else is like, <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, ever since we got here, like, my druid magic has just been, like, warped or failing me. It's just been weird. Haven't you had that? I, I does not like I, I look at my hands, I, I bang my staff, and just the spirits come out, and just faint kind of pollen kind of comes out. I'm like, no, I haven't had that at all. What do you mean? I've been having that, and I talked to my mom. She said that that should be it. I I, I turn towards my staff. I'm like, how are you guys feeling? Siver? Sipo? Um. Yeah. Huh? Make, um, do, do, um, do, um, do, do, do make a nature check. Okay. to communicate with them, to sure. try to get an answer from them. Sure. Ringo, uh, Raicho. <laughs> okay, 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 that's pretty good. 17. Okay, I'll just roll to see if that... Oh, okay. They, um... They basically respond with, no, we're not having problems, and also we don't know why. <laughs> So you're fine, but they don't know why Luna's struggling, and they don't know why you are not having problems. Okay. Yeah, they. Right, so then, Kathy, they're uh, fine. Go over, we'll go over to Luna and just kind of like take her hand and be like, "I'm sorry that this is happening because of Lady Bluechef, but I had to." Before, I'm sorry, I can't fully explain it. But she's able to help us in other ways, hopefully. That's what I'm going to be doing now. Luna just kind of like to comfort in the darkness that you found. Well, hold on, hold on. What was Luna doing? Yeah. Oh, Luna pulled her hand away and stormed off. Wait, look. <laughs> the curls. Sorry. <laughs> Would Kiara know anything about. Uh, about uh, how druid, uh, how druidic powers work in Briotrax's uh, neighborhood. <laughs> um, do it. You can do like an arcana check, but it's gonna be really high. I, 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 I will do my best. I quickly oh, no. turn towards Chianti. I'll be like, "I'm sorry, y'all," uh, and then I, I run after Luna. It's an eighteen plus three. Eighteen, 21. Okay. Um, 
You you could get, like, a little out of that. Like, you just know that, like, druids are not popular down here. Like, they're kind of inherently, like, skewed. Um, It's, like, not... You're not exactly sure why, but, like, I mean, you kind of get that. Like, everyone knows that Briotrek's origins are down here, knows that. Like, she's... She was chained down here and bound down here by the druidic gods, and so you kind of figured that, like, any druids that walk into her domain, like, she's not going to be too happy about them being there. But it is odd that it's only affecting one of your two druids. Hmm. I'm curious, sitting there, like... See, I'm more surprised that both of them are having trouble. Well, either way, what's done is done. She kind of looks at herself again. And she cautiously, like, removes her gloves so she can see the... The, the tattoos. The, yeah. The tattoos yeah. on her palms. And she kind of, like, tucks her... Takes off both gloves and just tucks it away in her pocket. Just kind of walks her hands for a little bit, trying to figure herself out. Yeah, like, you feel um, sort of this, like... <laughs> you feel this energy going through you that's new and fascinating, and, like, you can actually, like, feel kind of the presence of Briotrek a little bit. Like, like almost like a presence at your back. Like, almost like there's a, there's a, there are wings or some type of guardian behind you. And you... Oh, it's hard because the tattoos are like this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, um, you... You feel more at ease. Like, Kayanthi usually has, like, a lot of anxiety going on, and this actually grounds her more. You're just like, oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, you'll find Luna again. So, Luna stormed off. Can we take, like, a, a pause? Yes. Take a break? Yes. Sure. Sure. I have like leftover birthday cake, and I want to eat it. Yeah. Okay, we'll take a ten minute break. Yeah, this is is potty break. Maybe. Okay, so Luna just stormed off after Kayanthi spilled the beans, told him about your grandpa dragon, about how you need to like get the ancient sword and reseal him and and defeat him, and how you made this deal with Brio Triact to gain cleric abilities. Power. Um, and Luna was upset because she revealed that um, Briotrek has been interfering with her druidic abilities, and um, she became mad that you made a deal with someone who was interfering with her own powers. So, well, did I know? No. Yeah. <laughs> How was that supposed to know? Plus, was you did know? You did know? You did it? Actually, actual <laughs> Keanthi in canon. <laughs> I know. Ready. 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 Sorry. All right. All right. Yeah. So. Sad moment. Like Kenny's and Nerte are just exchanging looks. Um, Farius has not really been invested in this conversation at all, but... Really so. Classic um, Farius. Classic Farius. He's crunchy. 
not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah, pretty much. She's just like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go scout that way. <laughs> I'm gonna go get that carton of milk now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you see him like he he just quietly left and like he's he's harvesting mushrooms and he's helpless, so he usually occupies his time by doing like things he perceives as useful. And um Narche's just like, Well, I'm gonna pack up camp kind of like starts like awkwardly putting everything away and then Kenny's just like Ellie are you there or did you leave? No I went after Luna It's just like oh that's tense did you did you know about that? Um Kathy? No did not know about that <sighs> Okay well well, there's no taking it back now. Yeah, we just gotta you try. You're going to ruin your powers. You just... I've never seen a cleric that didn't believe what they were selling. Laughing when she shouldn't. Kenny just makes this uncomfortable smile because he doesn't know how to deal with it. Okay, we're gonna go to Luna and Ellie. Luna, you come, you walk along the. It's dark. Okay, it's very dark here. There are less mushrooms, but you go into you follow the bank of the river just to be like away from everyone and there's this sort of little outcropping that overlooks the river and that's you know where you're sort of staring out ellie you see her yeah i'm like like slowly like come uh catching up to her luna wait luna doesn't actually stop yeah um and finds a bridge, pounds on it. What? Yeah. Luna, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't know. Just, I mean, maybe I maybe I can help. Um. And I like turn to my staff, and I'm like, I mean, my my spirit friends give me my abilities. Maybe they can do the same for you. What do, What do you say, Hop Siver? Pip? Omdir? Can you help? Can you help Luna? Um, so make, make a nature check to communicate with them again. Okay. Oh. I rolled, um, a 21. Okay, so... They communicate to you that, um, like, you get memories of, really early memories of just being with them and your connection to them. And you basically, basically get this feeling that, like, your connection, your personal connection to them is your, basically your bridge to your druidic powers. And because of your, like, distinct, innate ability, like, it's it's so natural. These powers are so natural to you, they're, like, a part of you. And they're, they are, like, an extension of you in some way. And it's this, like, symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. And so because Luna does not have this connection with them, they will be ineffective. 
and they kind of try to tell you that, like, one goes and, like, hovers by her little totem necklace and tries to say, like, you get the notion that they're trying to imply that, like, Luna's connection to her druidic powers is through my Lugia. And you know that my Lugia is a druidic god, and I think by now you've figured out that Briotrach was entombed here um, by the druidic gods. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not that far of a stretch to think, you know, Briotrek might not like having other druids around who are directly connected to the druidic gods. And because your druidic, power, your druidic powers are derived from nature spirits and not specifically a god, so that might be why you've been able to kind of eek by unnoticed. Um, Can I say Luna never told Ellie about yeah. Lucia? Well, she knows you worship her. That's true. So, like, you, Ellie just interprets it as, like, your, her, your devotion to my Lucia is what gives you access to the druidic powers. Oh. Come on. I mean... Me and Luna are good friends, and... I believe that connection is just as strong as our connection. They respond with, we want to help, but we, we can't, like, um, if, you know, you, if you want to figure out this, this interference, maybe you need to talk to Briotriag. I, um... She, I mean, like, she invited you to come to the temple. I, um, I abruptly dropped my staff while my um, spirit friends are talking to me. Um, and I turn towards Luna and I'm like, look, we, we can fix this. This is this is her realm. This is Biotrax's realm. If we just leave... If, if we just leave, then you should be able to get your powers back. Right? Get out of here, I guess. Oh, when are we gonna get out of here? That's a very how big is this place? Oh no. <clears throat> um, we'll say that you've been like, I think Luna would be antsy, and so she would bother Farius over this. And he, he's told you that you, you guys are over two thirds of the way out, so you're almost out. Okay. So we just. Burnt out, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I'm sorry you're going through this. Why didn't you... Why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you tell me? I um... She definitely still doesn't want to tell her. But, um... I don't know. I'm embarrassed, I guess. You don't need to be embarrassed around us. You definitely don't need to be embarrassed around me. I mean, we... I just want to help you. I just want to be there for you. 
now that Chianti's part of Yotruk, maybe we can tell her to stop doing what she's doing to your connection. Surprise, but I'm kind of skeptical. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it's a point to just get worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. This whole situation is just weird. What type of bad gods help people? It doesn't make any sense. If you're really helping, though, that's what I'm wondering. You think she's using Chianti? I don't know. It would sound like what I've heard of Ryokia. Damn. This pilgrimage was supposed to be easy. We came out here to have a good time, and we're honestly feeling so attacked right now. Well, you know, I guess it works for some, for, works less for some of us than others. I mean, I came out to attack people, and honestly, I'm having a great time. <laughs> Kiara, did you enjoy them? No. <laughs> she's, just, she's just thinking to herself. She's like, yeah, I'm well, so I just think about, you know, I came out to attack people, and honestly, I'm having a great time. No. It's pretty good. <laughs> just sit on my own, think about that every so often. Ah, yes. It's good to be bad. <laughs> I'm gonna just grab like a clump of dirt and throw it into the river. She's just like, I'm just sick of this having this thing happen following me. I don't know what's going on. Why? And I thought that, well, like, that, like, hmm. this shouldn't be happening. That's all. Yeah, a lot of stuff shouldn't be happening. I grab another dirt clog and just chuck it into like the, the river. Magic you know? carp uh, backflips. <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm just like, you know, I thought helping the spirits would help people, but I don't know. We lost Atlanta. Tarina is gone. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. What do you think, what do you think you should do? What do you want to do? Well, I want to help you. And I want to help Keontae. I don't know, she's always so down on herself. But I've seen her do amazing things. Only one that thinks she's weak is her. Grab another dirt clog and just throw it into the river. I just want to help her, but it's not like, but she won't open up to us, and it's kind of hard to do that if she doesn't. There's just size and hypocriticalness. Hurts. hypocrisy. out of the darkness you hear um, 
I guess, okay, yeah, it'd be like a foot crunch against gravel. You look behind you and see four, five, six, drow come out from the shadows. I was betting on fishmen. Yeah, the fish man. I, I scramble towards my staff that's on the ground and I like quickly like pick it up. You see them approach garbed in um it looks similar to like the guard armor you saw in Toril, but they have a different crest on. And they say, Who are you in these caves? State your business, you shouldn't be here. Where? We were on a business trip and then we decided to leave this plane and got lost. We are just trying to find our way out. Make a persuasion check. We just took one too many left turns at Albuquerque. Not doing nothing wrong. <laughs> Play three. Okay. Where are your goods? Um, we traded them. Well, we're looking for a fugitive. She's, uh, got white hair, goes by Kiara. She's wanted in Mario. Never seen her. <laughs> Make a deception <laughs> check. <laughs> I don't know, and I've never known anything in my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I rolled so well, guys. I rolled a 12. Whatever. Quick, her. Okay, well, he bought it because I rolled a 2. It's just like, you're real nervous. Do you have to be afraid unless you have something to hide? What's that way? He's like, he looks, one of them looks over to the campfire. Are you traveling with someone? Well, yeah, you don't want to be traveling these caves alone. Alright. Well, you two check out. We're gonna go check out. We're gonna go look at that fire you got going. Oh, but wouldn't, wouldn't you want some... You know what? I just so happen to have some goods on me, and I like bring out like my bag, and I'm like, "Wouldn't you want some mushrooms?" I'm holding <laughs> out the blue mushrooms. Okay. Um, one of them, his eyes go wide. He's like, "Oh, hey, that's the good. That's the good stuff." Oh man, we can make a fortune off. We can make a fortune off that. I want a son. We're gonna use it. <laughs> Alright. We uh might look the other way. Let me let me if you um, don't mind uh, imparting some of your goods to us. Alright, um this might be really dumb, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Um let me let me check how many how much stock I have. You wanna come with me? Luna? Yeah, Luna's literally confused, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I pick up 
the bag and like the staff and I put my, um, I'm angling my back towards them. So we're facing away from them. And I'm looking at the bag while I'm holding my staff. And I'm like, okay, good. Just help, help cover me. And I'm going to like focus and be like, like whisper to my staff and be like, boink, boink. And I'm going to use. Stuff comes out. Yes. What do you need? Can you go stealthily tell Kiara that there's bad people looking for her? Find a hole, hide in it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll go do that right now. We'll have him. Um, He rolled like a 17, so. Oh, nice. I think he did. Secret agent man is playing behind, but like in ocarina sounds only. Yeah, and he looks like um, he looks like a green dragonfly. And I was like, uh, yep, yep, we have all of our blue mushrooms. As I'm like trying to get their attention, as as Boink is. Yeah, he kind of like crawls down, and collectively they're rolled low enough to not notice, so he kind of crawls down and scuttles against the ground, and then like, you turn around and distract them, um, you kind of like toss your leaf hair a little bit, um, and uh, he takes off in flight, um, so you, you're just awkwardly distracting them with the blue mushrooms, and then boy comes over, buzzes over to Kiara, he says, Kiara! Oh, yeah. At least oh. says, <laughs> he lands on, on your, like, knee. Says, Kiara says there, not you, not you. <laughs> Ellie says, there are bad men looking for you. And he, like, looks oh, yeah. behind himself. They're over there. <laughs> it's like, Kiara's pretty much, like, chill. She's like, oh, oh hey, all right. Oh, bad men say. See, century, <laughs> whatever stump she was sitting on like just flips back flips back makes like five chins puts over her hair and just scuttles and then like Naruto has his pack and he's like why are you acting weird oh there's some bad men over there he's just like I'm a person of interest and it wants to remain uninteresting is what she says I love that. You see, like, Narte grabs Kenny, who's just been, like, he's been, like, fiddling with, like, the ropes on the raft and, like, making sure they're all tight and everything's nice and neat and packed away nicely. He's like, yeah, this looks good. And he's very organized. And he grabs Kenny. He's just like, dude. I was like, there's some sentries over there. It was like, he's like, oh. Should we transform into animals or something? I don't know. Where's fairies? <laughs> They're like mildly freaking out. We don't know what to do. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor... Okay. They scuttle we over to Kiara. Can... We can deeply relate. <laughs> okay. Can Kayampi do anything? Like, I don't know. Cover our tracks. Roll on the ground. Do something. I don't know. Wait, um... you're a cleric now. What are you afraid of? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'm afraid of rolling on the ground. How would you get that? Oh, well, then, you know what? Pray look at your spell list! Back. You have a bunch of level one spells, so maybe you can figure out something. Look at that right now. I have a... is a cantrip. Every time. 
Sorry about that. Anyway, um, well, the very least, we gotta we gotta pack up quick and we gotta get going. So you can't think and help pack up and like you know have Kiara take a head start, I guess. Okay, so like you guys can try to like get back on the raft and go down river, but you can also like just kind of trek into there's this other cave opening. So you guys can go either into the go on foot or go by water. Um, mm-hmm. But if you went by water, you would be passing by where Luna and Ellie are with the sentries. <laughs> if you go in, into the caves, you'd be going into the unknown. Kiara trusts caves because she can see better than she can swim. <laughs> I would trust the cave too, and then like, can uh, I like pray to Briochiac to like help us help me figure out the best way to avoid this? Like, she would know the tunnel. She's been there so long. Okay. Yeah, so you get this sense of, um, if you go that way, um, you're not sure how to explain it, but intuitively you know that if you go with that way through the caves, you'll reach civilization somehow? Um, civilization. Yeah. At this point, Farius comes back and he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Is it, is it, like, safe civilization? How do I feel about it? Um, you feel pretty neutral about it. Like, they, you'd be okay there. Okay. The candy who came back? No, Farius is the one that's always in the books and is disinterested and detached from things. But he's the one, like, with the map and the brains, so he comes back and he's just like, what are you guys doing? Person of interest wants to remain uninteresting. We're headed out. We're just going to, you know, be uninteresting and bat away. Is that a map? Is that a map there? You want to join us? He's just like... Uh, pulls out his map, flips through it. Of course you do. You're a champion. <laughs> well... We've been following bits and pieces. However, if we go through this tunnel, it should lead us to Karlup, which is the Doragar city. It's our best chance. Is the point still nearby? Yep. I asked him very briefly, like, oh... What do the uniforms look like? Any crests in particular to tell us where they're from? Um, yeah, so what he describes is um, it's a lotus flower. And you know that's Marinelle's crest. Oh yeah. They just, oh yeah, yep. I know them. <laughs> oh yeah, I know them. Okay, so um, Kenny is like feverishly unpacking the things from the boat and putting them back onto himself. And he's just like, let's get out of here. Um, I'm not good at speaking. Maybe you go first. Um, he's like, maybe you can help distract them, Kayanthi. I mean, you're glad to be a Briotriac now, I don't know. It's just like, and I will do all that I can as long as you guys can get out. Yep. So he, um. You mm. will. Let me get their steps up. So, Farius and Kenny will go. Okay, they both did pretty good. Um, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, they both managed to go across sneakily. There is a, a point where, like, Kenny gets, like, almost steps into, like, this hole in the ground and Farius grabs him and they, like, slink through the stalagmites and into the cave opening. And then, um, what's left is Narte and Kira. So we need... Kira, you, I think, have plate on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Narte has... He actually has a breastplate, I believe. A breastplate or half-plate? Because breastplate doesn't have disadvantage on stealth, and half-plate does. Pretty sure. I would probably suggest Narte to go first, because at the very least, if they do track me, I can split off rather than alert. Oh, he, he's not wearing armor. Okay, yeah. So Narte's not wearing armor. He's a barbarian. So uh, it's just a... Just on me back. Okay, he he did pretty good on his roll. Let's see. Okay, yeah, he manages also to sneak across. All right, Kiara, it is your turn. Beyonce, you can do the assist action and give her advantage, which would give her a straight roll. Let's do it. Holding her armor plates. Yeah, you're just like. Just start shaking bags of coins and bashing them on the ground. <laughs> In the name of darkness! <laughs> oh my god. They're not clerics, would they know? Who knows? Well, I mean, like, if press digitation, I think I said that first this time. You did? If, it, if it can make noise, can it also make silence? Uh, I don't think that's how it works. Cast vomit on the army, make me louder. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's. Let me I see. don't have the armor right now, but I could do that, maybe. No. <laughs> I rolled a 16, and my stealth is plus 2. It was a stealth check, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the 18. Okay, yeah, you make what, Do I roll for disadvantage? Um, Kayanthi's using the help action to assist you, so you just get a straight oh. roll. Oh, okay, cool. So you help Kira get over to the cave opening. You can create, so with prestidigitation, you can create uh, an odor or a puff of wind or faint musical notes. So, oh, okay. Like, it's it's kind of like my druid craft. Yeah, you can make... Less, less druid and more magic. Um, they're, you know, Luna went quite a ways off. I'd say they're like 60 feet away. Um, okay. So, like, and you used your action to help her get across. So, like, both of you, everyone who was at camp is now in the cave mouth. And then um, we'll say you guys sent Boink back over, and um, yeah, he kind of crawls on the ground. Um, let's see if he is successfully. Hey, he did pretty good on his stealth roll again. So he he just kind of flies back over and um, lands on Ellie's back, but then crawls up her shirt and like whispers in her ear, like under her leaf hair. Okay, they all made it to the cave mouth. Okay, thanks. Here is the the five mushrooms. And um, like while they're at it, um, so 
yeah, we'll say that you guys um, have, like, a lot of awkward conversation because it's Ellie leading the conversation. Yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> um, so, and do, do you like, um... The, the dark? Well, I like it a lot more than I like the light. Ha ha ha! Oh, no, that... <laughs> Like one of them cops. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, um, where'd you get these? I mean, it's real hard to find this stuff. Wow, it's really legit, actually. This is pretty nice. Let's turn it over. You guys, uh, you guys yeah. found it in the sewers. <laughs> found it in the sewers yeah. of Toril. You know, we we were. Oh, sorry. If there was in the sewers of Toril. They look up and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that actually be pretty good for it, yeah. Oh yeah, that actually be pretty, pretty good spot for it to grow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see one of them is like kind of checking out Luna a little bit because she's cute. Um, he's just like... He's, he's bashful. <laughs> he's kind of bashful about it, you know. You see him like kind of preen a little bit. And their leader's just like, Alright. You've convinced me. I didn't say anything down here. Just a couple of traders. Doing fair trade. Pockets the mushrooms. Let's get out of here. Okay. Walk back the other way. Toodaloo! Okay, so we got crisis averted. Oh. Everyone just sitting there, like quiet, just wait for them to leave and then go to the house with the case. Oh my god, it worked! <laughs> Jesus, it worked! Kicks out fire, runs away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you guys do now? Because I guess we reconvene. The cave as fast as possible. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you guys, um, are you guys gonna go down the cave mouth? Or are you, um, yeah, Ferris brings out his map. He affirms that, like, if you follow this, you'll get to Carlip, which is the Jaragar City settlement. Um, is he carrying Draugr? Yeah. Draugr. And, um, the way out is they, they converge at this, like, one point. There's like several tunnel systems that converge to one point. Um, and you don't know what's in those tunnels. The cave, the the river also looks like it will lead out. Um, but the, the current's been really slow lately. Like, really slow. Like something blocking it slow. Mm. Like it's almost a standstill. Like for the past, like, few hours of, the, like, you did some traveling down the river this morning, and, like, Kenny and, and our team had to basically, like, row you guys, whereas before you, the current just took you, and the current here has substantially waned. I'm gonna make it down. Yeah. I mean, it's per, it's a feasible assumption. I'm gonna make it down here. But it's a it? Well, um, as you're, uh, 
Where are you going? I, I mean, I guess this cave leads to the to the Duragar, right? Is that correct? Okay. Should we go to this? I I don't know anything about Duragar. I just do I. Uh, make history check. I know nothing. I've never known anything. I am lost. Uh, I got a four, and my history is. Uh, I got a seven. Okay, so because you're a drow, you know like a little bit more because they're they're the keepers of Briotrek's tomb. And they're renowned artisans. And what you know about them is that they are the predecessors to the current dwarves of, of flesh outside. Um, you have not seen a flesh dwarf, um, and you haven't actually seen a Durgar. You've just heard of them and know what they kind of look like. Um, you know they're made of stone, and they keep Riotrek's tomb. And are really renowned artisans, so they because they just spend their time making stuff. So. Cool, like little tinkers and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's more like art. Yeah, like sculptures and mosaics, um, and they're really like spiritual in their own way. Like pretty gem craft. Yeah, like they do that. jewelry. Like Michael mm-hmm. totally wants to go. But yeah. Ellie wants to get out of the cave. Just help well, it's on friend. the way to Briotrax School. It is technically on the way. We'll need to head there anyway, and I feel like yeah. I. Yeah, you are related to this Why yeah. do we need to head there? Do we really need to head there? It's the only way out. We head back when we discover it again. It's like true. all of the paths converge to Briotrax Tomb. And the only way out is through that tunnel. So yes, you have to go through it. Hey, why did you pick this way? <laughs> Just like, if, it makes you, if it makes you feel better, Luna, I pick this way too. It's like, we all wanted to avoid the cities. It's just like, like points to his map, city, city, city. <laughs> and you are just like, wanted, wanted, person of interest. <laughs> just like, wanted, wanted, person of interest. Interest. Wait, what did what did you do, Kiara? Um, defecting love. Kenny oh. leans over and he's like, she left the army. <laughs> oh. It's a crime in most places. Big crime down here, especially since it means you're Oh, well, the opposite of what Kiyanthi's doing. I'm breaking covenant with. <laughs> I'm breaking co- I am breaking my covenant with. She seems a little bit like shook by that. I was like, oh, I'm breaking it with my god. Is it okay for you to go then? And she's like, oh, I said, what? Oh. Well, I have to go if I'm going to find my father. Then I think the sooner we go, the better. I, I'm with you there. Okay. So, yeah, I, yeah, I guess we don't have a choice. I mean, maybe since we're going going through the tomb, I mean, maybe talk to Beatrix and 
give you your powers back? This, I mean, we can try to get Scarecrow as fast as possible. Like, yeah, either way, yeah, so let's head out. All right, so you guys go down the footpath, and um, you guys are walking along. Everything's not quiet. It's dark, um, but you guys all have dark. Hanging to the back. So, yeah. Oh, Luna's hanging in the back. Luna's hanging in the yeah. back. All right. Kara like glances back at uh, you every so often, just. There's probably a point where uh, she sort of just slows enough to be uh, sort of walking alongside. What do you make of your gods, by the way? Just very casual, like, so what do you make of your gods? Your druidic gods, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're cutting out, sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, they just Melissa. My mom taught me to worship her, and now I worship her. Huh. Um, you can list the other druidic gods. I'll get their names up in a second. Mylukia. She's the goddess of dreams, the moon, night, freedom, and cycles, and air. Uh, Celeborn is, like, the nature god of balance. Order Order in nature, um, sun, intelligence, earth, hope sort of thing. Uh, Hevesta is about harvest and bounty, home, hearth, protection, and fire. And then Triar is about springs, rain, healing, cleansing, and patience. And... Terrafont is a druid of Prior. Um, to an extent, you all revere the druidic gods, but usually, like, as a druid who worships one of the pantheon, they, like, pick a favorite, basically. Yeah, it's like a patron. Yeah. Like, your patron god. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, here, it's like, oh, very interesting. Sounds interesting. Now, I hope you don't mind me supposing, but if I had... Now, we're just supposing here. If I had myself a grudge, and I lo- and I lived forever, and had boundless opportunity to garner power, I would probably make it my business to sort of be a sty in the eye of anyone did not declaim those who put me in a place that I don't want to be. And if I wanted to stress them to a point where they would cater to my will, I'd say the best way of going about that is probably disconnecting them from what gives them power so that I have more by comparison. But that's just me supposing. You know? Well, just care, like, mm. not, it wouldn't really be any of your business anyway. Like, no, it's Especially if they're on their way out. Nay, but it's not my region. It's Briotriax. So, 
I can tell that you're stressed. Very obviously so. But maybe therein lies the point. Don't think of it as a failing on your part, last. It's all very intentional, I'm if I know. If I know anything about anything. It's a tactic I'd adapt. Words my place. Okay, so... She just sort of like Hmm. Like when she's talking with Luna, she just like, well, you know, I know, kind of coy about it. <laughs> food for thought. I don't know nothing about nothing. You know, I'm just a sword swinging, sword swinging gal, and she can, you can see her like twirling her like hair a bit. <laughs> well, you know, just well, you like, know, <laughs> it's you. Yeah, you know. But yeah, so uh, it's not a reflection on you. It's. A war that has been fought above our heads, so to speak. I think Luna would just be pensive. Yeah, she's just kind of nods. You guys uh, just keep walking and... While, while this exchange is going, I want to talk to Kiamonte. Okay, yeah, talk, talk away. Just Nothing's going on, just occasionally you see like some rusted helmets. Oddly, like... Just be walking, ladies. Yeah. Rusty, you just see like old discarded weaponry and it's old and rusted. And, yeah, so. <laughs> Jet. Um, yeah, so I, I just kind of turned to Chianti and I'm like, do you think Beotrak is good? Well, define good. Well,. I don't know. I mean, I, I always see... I'm sorry, say that again? As in able to help us. Yeah, I would... Say that's good. I mean, someone who wants to help people is... Is good. Okay. Well, maybe I was a little... Stepping the gun a bit, but I sense no malice from her. And believe me, I've seen some malice in my life. So I believe she is who she is, and she's able to help. So we we go. Well, just know that my offer is still on the table. I know I'm on this whole pilgrimage to find Ulamaze sent out with my spirits, but. I believe it wasn't just happenstance that we found each other. I believe this is part of my pilgrimage. And... I and if you... And we can help take down your grandfather. Dragon. Dragonfather. Dragon father. Dragon dragon father. Dragon father. <laughs> I believe. I like it. Dragon father. Dragon father. Well, Kansi just kind of like smiles and like you know pats the uh, Ellie's head, but pats his shoulder at least. He's like, don't worry. I know that you're sincere about this too. I guess 
Yeah, they just kind of like looks at her tattoos again because now that her gloves are off, she can actually kind of like see like scars and like you know wrinkles on her hands and stuff like that. It's just I don't know. Sometimes the decisions that we have to make are the ones that we're not sure where they'll end up with the people that we don't think will be with. Um, but I basically took this oath with Spirit React because of that, so we can help with my grandfather. Before, I didn't know where to start, but now I feel like I have a path. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I guess so. This is just part of my pilgrimage, trying to figure out where I'm even headed. Well, you don't need to walk this path alone. I know. I won't be alone. We all care for you. Don't worry, that has... That has never even crossed my mind that you don't. Okay. Please talk on to Luna that I mean no insult to her. It's just... Happenstance and... I worry she may just turn away my apologies. No, it's not... It's not you. It's, uh, it's more of a god more than, than you. Well, this is my first real experience working with a real god instead of just demons. But I feel like, at least in this way, like I said, we're moving in a direction This is just wondering where to head next. So don't worry, we'll, we'll go on somewhere good and see how good. At least so it's still there again. Yeah, I do. Yeah, as she she pats my shoulder, I put my hand on her hand. Thank you. Yeah. We're all having these heart to hearts fairies from going, oh, you guys! It just gives everyone a (laughs) (laughs) fairy. Fairy stows his book. Just like, oh, what happened (laughs) over here, everyone? Oh, it's so much. Fairy's just like, Walking along to get to Carla. Carla, quick question. Yeah. Okay. Um. What? What is the limit of the um bracelets that we got from Rierick? Um. We'll just say it's pretty long. It's like a mile. Okay. Are we out of that? Um. I mean, we probably are, but out of um far away from. I mean, their bracelets are all together. I was just like, uh, with everything going on with, like, Fiona, like, uh, talking about her family, she's like, okay, that's gonna hit the Bladen family pretty hard, so she wants to, like, check on where you're at just to make sure that, like, everything's okay. Oh, okay, um, I think he'd make, okay, he'd actually make it, like, a longer distance thing. It's, like, you can, yeah, you'd be able to contact him, like, because he did tell you, like, if you push it four times, um, you'd be sending, like, a message to him that you want him to contact you. So. Okay. I would I say that, that it's, then. like, limited to the plane. So, okay, so you push it, like, four times, and it blinks, 
um, and then um, you you see it stop, and then wait, you wait like three seconds, and it blinks back. So um, you're not exactly sure what that means, but you think it means he got it. And so like uh, you guys keep going, and then like a few minutes later, you hear Lady Brayden talking to you because she's the one that can send the spell. She's just... Oh, hello, Luna. How is... How are you guys? Did you all make it out of the caves? We... We feel terrible. We found out Fiona ratted you out. And... Well, she... There's like a long pause. We're, we're trying to work through that. Um... Briarch's alright. Nessa has been protecting him. Um, he's just emotionally not in a good place. But right now we're physically fine. Um, and she, she um, sends, like, and she sends another one. The War Matron has calmed down a, a bit. She sent out some. She sent word to other cities to keep an eye out for you. But, um, I think the other, uh, I think the other matrons told her to let it go. Um, so you, you should have a, a bit of time. I tried to throw him off your track. And uh, that's uh, about what you get. She just thanks her and she was like, oh, she was like, I just was worried Dr. Wee, after she found us, that you would be the first ones to to get, take any heat from her. So I'm just glad to hear you guys are okay. Yeah, their response is, well, she may be cruel, but she is a woman of her word. And, um, she did make a deal with Fiona to secure her safety. And while we're under house arrest, we are safe. And then she kind of adds, she's like, it's not like it really makes a difference for me anyway. And it sounds like almost humorous to her, like, they've tried to put me in house arrest. What are these? <laughs> what are these plebeians doing? I don't think she means but I just think COVID. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, you look at her house and how it is, and you can pretty much gather that she doesn't really leave her house. Like, all she, everything she needs is there. So there's not really need for her to leave. And if she it's needs- It's arrest, it's not prison, it's not like you're taking any of my, uh, my, my necrities away. Yeah. Oh, um- Oh no, they've locked me up in this lovely place that I live in. <laughs> Don't darn! Don't darn. There, there's one more that comes through, and she says, "Oh yes, um, could you tell Ellie that um, my friend you the maze go back to me, and he said that he didn't really know who she." He had no idea who she was, but he'd be interested in meeting her. So there's an open invitation at the Capitol. Um, he resides in the Imperial Palace. 
So, if you want to meet him, that's where he is. Okay, well, go call over to Ellie and write this information for her. Wait, what? And then that's where the episode ends. Yep. Woo! Information! Yeah, that was a good Yay! session. Yay! Yay! We're alive. We made it. There's so many no, things. No, yes, erected. Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and hope to hear from you soon.